0: The following is a message from Reverend Ken Belden of Wellsprings Congregation.
1: So there was a writer named Frank O'Connor who grew up in Ireland about 100 years ago. And he and his friends used to take these long walks in the countryside for fun because they existed in the days before smartphones. (laughs) And I'm not talking to the kids, I'm talking to the adults here who fill all our time, all the moments we possibly can, With being on our phones but back then didn't exist and so they would go for miles and miles and miles and miles and the interesting thing about the west coast and the west of ireland is that it looks really similar now in many ways to how it did back then fields and walls walls and fields now very often these walls weren't a problem As they would go for these miles and miles and miles of hikes, fun hikes together, Frank O'Connor and his friends, they would just step over these walls or jump over them and they would continue until on certain days they would run into a wall that towered over them and they would look up at it and they would have no idea how they could continue, except they didn't want to go home. And so they were stuck in that conundrum facing the wall.
0: I was thinking about walls and how I could bring this story into the present day for us. Has any, have any of you ever climbed a wall? Really? Rock climbing? Other kinds of climbing? You have? You have, Maxon? Well, I never have. You all are much more physically active than I am, apparently. (laughs) The thing that this made me think of was a TV show that I bet some of you have seen called American Ninja Warrior. (laughs) Yep. Claps. American Ninja Warrior is a American reality show based on a Japanese physical challenge called Sasuke. And in Sasuke, there are four rounds that you have to complete to make it all the way through, and it's a very rare thing for someone to actually get all the way through the entire obstacle course. But the end of the first round is what? Does anyone know? The wall. They call it the warped wall. Does anybody know how tall the warped wall is? John, how tall are you? Can you stand up? Do you know how tall the wall is? It's 16 feet. So that's like two and a half John Jacobs. (laughs) And the run up to the wall is only about eight feet. It's only about half of that. So it is a very unusual and rare thing to actually make it to the top. Many of us have not tried to do something quite like this. But I know that there have been times in my life when I have felt like I was Staring at a sixteen foot wall with about eight feet of lead up and five foot six me was not going to make it all the way up
1: so remember I said this was a story of Frank O 'Connor that happened about a hundred years ago, and the styles and the fashions were a little bit different back then than they are right now. You see all little kids, and especially little boys wore hats, all of them, but not like these kinds of hats, right? You know, okay, so a little different. It looks, and they looked like this. Now, this was the west coast of Ireland. These families didn't have a lot of money. A lot of them lived just above above a level of destitution, and so if you had a hat, you had one hat, and you better come home at the end of a day of walking through the countryside with the same hat that you left in the morning with (laughs) and so remember that wall they were facing looking up at it wondering is this the end of our day is this the end of our journey is this the end of our walk frank o'connor and his friends would do one thing they would take off their hats throw them up in the air and over the wall
0: So, if you've been watching American Ninja Warrior, you definitely know who this woman is. Casey! Mighty Casey Catanzaro. She's 27 years old. How tall is she? Five feet tall. Teresa, how tall are you? Will you stand up? <laughs> no heels. This is what five feet tall looks like, everybody.
1: She and I live together. She's not five feet tall.
0: (laughs) There we go. That rounds up. I think that's good enough. Quiet down, Ken. This is my part of the message. So, Katie Catanzaro is five feet of pretty much pure muscle, right? She is the first woman to ever compete. Uh, complete the qualifying course of American Ninja Warrior in competition, which means she was the first woman to get all the way up that wall. Five feet to 16 feet. That's about three times her height. You're six foot tall. Stand up again. Anybody here two feet tall? Are you two feet tall? Come over here, Maxim. All right, now, John, put your hand up like this. Now, Maxim, try to give John a high five. All right, give him a a low five. Yes. Katie Cananzaro has pretty much the only disadvantage in American Ninja Warrior that you can't do anything about. She can't train harder. She can't get more pumped and more jacked to increase her height. It is what it is. And so the only way for her to get up that wall, the physics of how she has to do it, you see, you can't run up the warped wall like this, like you think of in, you know, a martial arts film where they would go up and then they would flip over again, right? Because that's what she would do. She has to run with her face towards that wall. And when she gets about three steps up the wall, she just has to jump. She has to surrender. And she has to hope and pray and have faith and trust that whatever she's done already will give her enough momentum to be able to wrap her fingers around the top of that wall. She can't work harder. She actually has to let go and give up a little bit and hope that what she's done will be enough.
1: So there, Frank Connor and his friends are. The cat is out of the bag, the hat is over the wall, the decision has already been made, and there is no turning back. And this is the moment when their grit when their ingenuity and imagination and resilience comes to the fore because they have to find a way to get those hats and they want to keep walking on their journey. And so I imagine that maybe did something like this. You know, those of us who do yoga, we would call this a tabletop pose. This is 1920s Ireland, so there is no tabletop pose. They just call it someone, get on their hands and knees so we can stand on your back and try to find a way over. That's the name of that pose. Or maybe some of them found other walls nearby. And started to stack up rocks and one of them got to the top and lifted the rest of them over. So they could go to the other side and they could get their hats. And not just retrieve what was so precious and important to them, but even more precious. They could continue with their walking.
0: How many of you all have felt frustrated by something recently? Yeah. You know, I looked up the root of the word frustration in Latin this week. I thought it would be something about being angry, right? Rage, frustration, it sounds like it's somewhere in there. I think of frustration as kind of low-level anger for me. But the root of frustration is actually disappoint. Disappoint. When we reach for something and we don't make it. When we try to get over that wall and it doesn't happen. And I know that in my life, when I encounter frustration, I don't usually treat it the way Casey Catanzaro does, and I don't usually treat it the way those little boys did in Ken's story. I usually try to put my head down and drive it through the wall like a drill. I see a couple nods. That doesn't always work. And even if it does work, it hurts. So this fall, The message series that ken and i will be preaching and actually that we're going to invite another preacher to join us one of our worship leaders jess McCoppin, is going to offer a message in october the message series that we'll be sharing is called failures frustrations and fresh starts and we'll be learning a little bit about the ways that we might approach those things in our lives more the way casey does or the way those little boys do in the story what might happen If we get creative, if we throw our hats over the wall, right? Make something in our lives that feels like an obstacle, that feels like a have to, that feels like a should, make it work for us. Make it work to help us get where we want to be. What if we approach it a little bit more like Casey? Do our best to prepare and then trust in the moment. Surrender. How might our lives be different? It is our practice here at the beginning of fall to do something that is a little bit fun and a little bit creative and a little bit of letting go. We blow bubbles.
1: Bubbles. (laughs) Everything you've waited for, kids, is just about to arrive. (laughs) Hospitality folks, if you would start to hand out bubbles to everyone here. You see, uh, we're not all facing literal walls right now, and we certainly don't all have hats we can throw over those walls, and, however, we all have these bubbles. And so I'm going to ask you to rise as you're able, or sit where you are, and please start blowing these bubbles. We have learned from the mistakes of the last few years, these have a really wide mouth on them, so these bubbles will be abundant And remember that we do this here at Wellsprings because the nature of water is to move as is the nature of our lives is to be flexible and grow. And sometimes, folks, we do things simply because it's fun. And perhaps for some of us, especially the adults here, maybe it has been years or decades simply because we've blown bubbles. Please, folks, blow your bubbles. What happened? got nails. Also, you don't want to spill it, don't you? I gotta get him. Here. I'll take pictures. Yeah, I know. Keep on blowing your bubbles, folks. Recess is not over yet.
0: That one's a little defective. I think it's a little bent.
1: So, folks, I'm going to ask you to continue to keep blowing your bubbles while I pray, and we'll see if you can multitask a little bit. We're not supposed to do that here, but I'm going to ask you to multitask. So while you're blowing your bubbles, if you would join your heart with mine in the spirit of prayer right now. Spirit, this life is so full of challenges and frustrations. Maybe right now we're facing walls, we're not sure how we're going to get over, or we're feeling our back is against the wall. And yet, in this moment, here we can remember, in the warm embrace of spiritual community, that we are not alone in our frustrations. We are not alone in our failures. And that indeed from this deep reservoir, the charge of the soul, this energy that uplifts all of us, we may find perhaps even beyond ways that we could imagine right now. Resilience, hope, creativity. Because the first thing we need to do to give ourselves to those realities is to literally give ourselves, to open ourselves to the fact that maybe sometimes we just need help. And asking is an opening. Opening to the depth of our story, opening to the depths of each other's stories, just as Jessica talked about this morning. Individually, collectively, there is such strength in our being together. May we draw from that deep reservoir of energy that we call the charge of the soul, be filled and go out as channels for streams of love and energy and grace that the world needs. Amen.
0: If you enjoyed this message and would like to support the mission of Wellsprings, go to our website, wellspringsuu.org. That's Wellsprings, the letters UU.org.